I feel like somebody's watching. Hmm? Well, somebody is watching me. There's some people following me too. Even literally. Hmm. This Mother Parker's coffee is so good, Jess. I missed it. Yeah. You know what else is good? Bailey's. But only after nine. <clears throat> because that's the rules. Good morning, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And I am at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And boy, does it ever feel good to be back here. And it tastes great, too. I really, really love the food here. <clears throat> Probably uh, the most important thing to me in my life, well, not the most important, but uh, the thing that gives me the most joy in life, the most consistent joy, is food. Um, which is why when I got this place a few years ago, um, I became very passionate about the food here. And we made changes and, and <clears throat> basically made the food here the way that I like it. Um, that's the great thing about having a place like this, is that you can uh, you can have your eggs, Benny, exactly the way you like it. And for me, that's super important because I don't know how many times I've gone somewhere for breakfast and ordered something and been like, oh, if only it had been a little bit different. But here, I can make sure it's that way every time, and it's extremely satisfying. I'm kind of strange like that. Even when I go places like Vegas, uh, the most exciting thing for me is eating at different restaurants because I love food. When I was working in Colombia, that was one of my favorite parts. It was just trying the food everywhere. Uh, it's awesome. And here in Alberta, people can actually go back and eat food at different restaurants and enjoy it inside uh, while following the rules. The burgers aren't even illegal anymore but they still taste the same. Weird. I thought illegal, illegal burgers tasted better. Maybe it's illegal. Maybe it's burgers that used to be illegal taste better. Anyway, <clears throat> it's very nice to be back here. However, um, as many of you are, I've been following what's going on in Ottawa and it's absolutely heartbreaking. Who here is following the Ottawa Police Services Twitter feed? Is there a few of you? It's disgusting. Day after day after day, they're vilifying protesters, calling protests unlawful assemblies, telling people they're going to arrest them if they're in the red zone. No court order, no justification, no nothing. You don't even have to commit a crime in Ottawa right now to be arrested. You could actually walk down the street trying to get a coffee and the police will verbally assault you. 
Um, they will threaten you. They will intimidate you. And not just one of them. We're talking about roving gangs of police now. Um, if you try and video them to protect yourself, they will smack the phone out of your hand um, and push you around. We've seen that. I'm not just alleging that. That actually happened. You, you see these videos all over the mm -hmm. internet right now. <clears throat> and it's disgusting. So what do we do about that? What do we do about the Ottawa Police Service and their unlawful, abusive behavior? What do we do when the police who are supposed to protect us, supposed to protect our charter rights, um, start attacking us? We let them attack us and we film it and we go to court and we sue the shit out of them because some of those cops there deserve to be put in jail. Uh, with that said, I think the vast majority of them there probably are just doing the best they can in the situation that they're faced with. Um, there's a lot that are still being polite and respectful to people, but it seems like there's a few bad apples that are really ruining it for everyone which doesn't do a service to the good men and women in the police services. Uh, it's definitely going to give the defund the police folks more ammunition for their crusade to uh, get rid of all law enforcement, which is sad because we need those folks. But the other thing we need is we need to have our rights upheld and be able to exercise our right to protest which is why I'm going to go back to Ottawa. Um, I think it's important to go back and protest not only the emergency act that Trudeau has enacted, but also the way the Ottawa Police Service is behaving. Check out their Twitter feed. Um, they're making all sorts of allegations about people that are untrue. They're telling the media or they're using the media to turn Canadians against protesters by saying that they attacked a horse with a bicycle. No, they didn't. That was a walker. An old lady had a walker and she got trampled by a horse, a police horse. And then the police said the old lady was trying to attack the horse and the officers with that. They say that people were trying to pull officers off the horses. That's a lie, an absolute lie. There's tons of video footage out there to prove that. Nobody's trying to pull cops off horses. But they're using those sorts of allegations to try and garner support from other Canadians who aren't, aren't out there, who may not have seen what's happened, and to justify their disgusting actions. So, I'll just go back out, and I'll take some more videos, and I'll ask some questions of those people doing that. Um, they actually released a tweet a few days ago that specifically said you are allowed to go to businesses in the red zone to support them. And I love food. So I will be going to businesses in the red zone to support them. Um, I think that's important. Those businesses down there have been all but decimated and not from the convoy, from the city and the government. The city and the government told those businesses that they had to close because the the convoy was so scary. Some of them did. Some of them succumbed to fear. Uh, others didn't. The ones that didn't, they had an awesome time. 
they made a lot of money. Uh, they met some really good people and they were very, very supportive of the convoy and the protesters. I didn't go to one place in Ottawa uh, that was, actually, no, that's not true. One place that I went to in Ottawa was very, very rude, very unaccepting, um, very condescending towards anybody that wasn't from Ottawa. They were uh, very discriminatory, which is a shame because I was parked right next to them. And no, I wasn't honking and bothering them. Um, I just wanted to buy coffee there at the Starbucks. They were terrible, terrible people. Like the way they spoke to people was just disgusting. No human decency there at all. Just judgment, discrimination, and pure hate. So guess who doesn't go to Starbucks anymore? That's okay, I don't miss it. Because I have my own restaurant and I can brew whatever kind of coffee I want. And I love my coffee. So, <clears throat> there's lots of people asking why would I go back to Ottawa, my mother included, uh, when the police are doing what they're doing. And the reason for that is because somebody needs to speak up. When things like this happen in our country, we need to use our voices. And sometimes maybe we need to get beat with police batons to make a point. So I'm going to wait a little bit so that the uh, they can do their thing out there, calm down a little bit. And then I'm going to drive right back out there. I'm very likely going to leave next Sunday uh, from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And I'll drive out there. If anybody wants to join me, they're more than welcome to. Um, I'm not going out there for anything unlawful. I'm not going out there to block roads or to honk a horn. I'm going out there to exercise my constitutionally protected right to protest and my constitutionally, uh, constitutionally protected right to peacefully assemble for political purposes. I'm going to be speaking out against the Trudeau's, Trudeau government's enactment of the Emergency Act. Um, if that gets taken off the table this week, which I doubt it will, um, then I'll be protesting the mandates again. So my idea is to go to Ottawa, get a hotel, do protesting during the day, maybe play some music, have some people speak, and then at night go back to the hotel and do it all over again the next day. So we're not going to be plugging up the city or doing any of the things that the police alleged that the convoy protesters did. Um, I certainly didn't see them doing that. And the one I always talk about that I certainly didn't see is people throwing poop on walls. They really, they really try hard to make people think that uh, people that disagree with the government are just horrible, disgusting people. But that's not it at all. The people who were out there that were trampled by horses and beat with police batons and thrown in jail and tear gassed and, yes, shot with rubber bullets... Those people were just average Canadians who were there trying to stand up for their rights and freedoms. And the government didn't like it. Trudeau didn't like it because he's a spoiled little narcissistic brat. And go ahead. Go ahead and freeze my bank account, you tool. I really don't give a shit. The government's tried to take everything I have before, and I got through it, and I'll get through it again. Um, you're not going to shut me up by chaining my restaurant closed or by throwing me in jail 
or by freezing my bank account, you will never, ever shut me up. And the reason for that is because I have children. And if I don't speak out, and if I don't stand up, my children will be dealing with this bullshit for the rest of their lives as well. So that's my motivation. Um, it's not my business or being able to travel. My motivation is so that my children don't have to deal with this stuff. And yes, it is a daunting task because one, one of my customers told me at the beginning of this, he said, you know what, Chris, I don't know if you should do this because you're really fighting trillions of dollars. You know that, right? And he's right. We absolutely are. Why do you think Prime Minister Trudeau thinks he can get away with the things that, he, that he's doing? It's not because he thinks that what he's doing is lawful or will hold up in court. It's because he has very, very rich and powerful friends that have all the money in the world and they think they can do whatever they want to anybody. They don't see us as anything more than useless eaters, a drain on society uh, that need to be controlled for their purposes. And if you don't believe that, all you have to do is take about an hour out of your day and follow the money. In about 10 minutes, you'll find that Prime Minister Trudeau, um, he actually benefits personally every time somebody gets a jab. You'll find out that even though the uh, nanolipid technology that was that should be like that's that's huge news um, that technology was developed in BC at UBC and in association with companies that Prime Minister Trudeau has a financial interest in and in any other time that would have been celebrated globally a Canadian achievement, we built this nanolipid particle technology that allowed these vaccines to save the planet. And it would have been, they probably would have got a Nobel Peace Prize for it. But in this case, you don't hear that in the news. It's not celebrated. Because there are people who know that this isn't something to celebrate. A little while ago, a conservative MP asked in question period um, to have any of the liberal MPs who had involvement in the World Economic Forum and uh, with Klaus Schwab, who literally wants everybody to be in submission and controlled by the government. It's right in his, like, I mean, you can read it for yourself. It's not a conspiracy. It's a fact. He, they asked who has ties with them. We should know. The Canadian public should know. We should know who in our government making our laws agrees with um, this manifesto where we're, we all own nothing and we're happy. And was very quickly shut down. And, I mean, yeah, Trudeau has ties to that World Economic Forum. This is not a conspiracy theory. Um, they have a different idea of what prosperity looks like. And it certainly doesn't look like someone like me having the freedom to own a business and uh, and make my own way. They they want two classes: the poor and the super ultra rich. And that's what this is about. It was never about a mask. It was never about a jab. It was never about social distancing. It was about submission. And that has become crystal clear. 
If, if, you, if you can't see that by now, you probably never will, and I feel terrible for you because you're just going to march right into the... What are they marching into? The slaughterhouse. Um, if this was about health, there would be no mandates, there would be no restrictions because so many scientists and doctors around the world have spoke up and said that, no, we don't need to do this, this is the proper path, none of what you did worked, none of it made sense. Even a university did a study on the restrictions and found that the restrictions did more harm than good. But did Prime Minister Trudeau listen to that? Did he listen to the panel of experts that were supporting the truckers who said that the mandates should be lifted? He didn't. He didn't have any dialogue with anybody. All he did was stand up in Parliament and embarrass Canada on the global stage by talking about swastikas and Confederate flags. And he did use like he did use the, the plural form of them, even though there was one of each the first day and were never seen again. But the interesting thing with that is then I saw a picture of him signing a flag with a swastika on it. That's kind of weird. Maybe it's because the, the Hare Krishna folks, one of their symbols looks like a swastika. It's not, but it looks like it. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter. He picked on that and he totally missed the mark that his entire country was unified towards a common goal and people were cooperating who would otherwise not cooperate. There was a like a, a shining, stunning example of what it meant to be Canadian at Parliament Hill and he ignored it and he vilified it and he used the media to to make those people look terrible and then he used his power as Prime Minister to crush them physically crush them they, the, the government of Canada has gone so far as to seize people's bank accounts for the crime of protesting and I don't know how many of you were following me right from the beginning when I opened up against the restrictions, but there's some things that I realized during that time that terrified me about the path our country was on. I realized that there was laws in place that allowed governments to do this to us. And the more I looked at it, the more I realized that our governments have made laws to keep us in submission. They have laws in place that allow them to effectively destroy us before we ever get a chance to speak in court. That's where we're at as Canadians right now. And the Americans see it. Americans are fired up over this. Americans are, are saddling up and coming to the aid of their northern neighbors. There's millions of people in the states who have been writing letters to their Congress people, uh, their senators, and they're saying, look what's happening in Canada. We need to help these people. These people. I did it again. I always get that in there. You people. So that's very significant. Um, a congresswoman in New Mexico actually tabled a bill saying that New Mexico would offer asylum to Canadian protesters who are being persecuted by their government. Let that sink in. The United States is considering offering asylum to Canadian citizens who are being persecuted by their government. Canada is the freest country on earth and people leave everything behind in their home countries to move here to be free. 
and the United States is considering offering us asylum. That's quite the legacy, Prime Minister Trudeau. I hope you're proud of yourself. Then again, for somebody who uh, spent his early childhood years being flown around in military helicopters to go canoeing at places, I understand how you're so disconnected from reality and from your country, women and men. It's very sad. But that doesn't mean the rest of us have to go along with it. We can continue to use our voices. Uh, sound is the most powerful force on earth. If you don't believe me, just listen to music all day. It changes the way you feel and think with every song you hear. It is extremely powerful. So let's use our voices again. Let's go to Ottawa again, peacefully, lawfully. Uh, let's support the downtown businesses down there with our hard-earned money. Um, let's use our voices and show the Prime Minister and the Mayor He's also a disgusting piece of crap. Pardon my English. Let's show them that Canadians won't put up with this. We won't put up with watching our friends and neighbours and our family get beaten in the streets and tear gassed and shot with rubber bullets for protesting. We will not put up with that. And I have a feeling it's not going to be all roses. Um, I'm very sure that there's going to be some bumps and bruises and scars. But for every bump and bruise and scar we get for protesting and for standing up for our rights and freedoms, that's one more piece of evidence to use against those that are perpetrating this violence against us. Am I the only, buddy, am, am I the only person that noticed that during that convoy there was no violence? Those protests had no violence? People were hugging and accepting and helping each other out. The violence didn't start until the government came, until the government sent their henchmen. And not just any henchmen. They had to fly in the bullies from all over Canada. The members of our police services who actually enjoy doing that stuff. And you look at, you watch the look on some of those people's faces as they were hitting people with their batons. They enjoyed it. There's text messages floating around there, screenshots of the police talking to each other and basically celebrating that a woman was trampled with a horse. They enjoy it. They're psychopaths. And no, that doesn't mean we take up arms and defend ourselves like that. It means that we use our voices and we get beat up. I know it sounds counterproductive, but Countries have gained their independence doing that and they never had to lift a finger. So it is effective. Anyway, um, I'm going to try and get a formal, uh, some sort of a statement on why I'm going to Ottawa, what I'm going to do, when I'm going to be there, um, the, that, that kind of thing, so that if there's any questions, People can just refer to that and, and they'll know. And if you have any questions, I guess just post them in the comments. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, where is it? There was a comment just flew by about uh, 
did I see the police officer with tears in their eyes and when they were asked if they were proud of themselves, they said no and turned around and left? Yes, I saw that. There are good men and women out there. And sometimes, ah, yes, the Canadian flag behind me is very fitting. That flag traveled across Canada and back. Um, it's tattered, it's bruised, and it's scarred, but it came home intact. And it's a very good visual as to uh, where we're at in Canada right now. You can beat us, you can tear gas us, but you can't take away the Canadian spirit. And we're going to show you that. And you know what else you can't do? You can't live on and not be held to account for the crimes you're committing against the people of Canada. That goes for the Prime Minister, any of the ministers, any of the MPs, the Chief of Police in Ottawa, sorry, the interim Chief of Police. I'm wondering if Chief Slawley resigned because he knew what was coming and didn't want to participate. If he did, kudos to him. Uh, Jim Watson, you can't hide. You've committed crimes against people. Um, Ottawa Police Services, you have committed crimes against people. You're committing crimes right now by calling something unlawful without any evidence or justification to it. You can't just... You can't just... Uh, arrange the noodles in your alphabet soup to say unlawful and make something unlawful because you say so. That's a court's job. And I can guarantee you that we are going to be seeing you in court. And actually with that said, um, I did say that I'm not going to do any kind of a fundraiser for this protest, this driving back out to Ottawa to protest. But I am going to do a fundraiser to support those who are involved in this protest that were abused by the government and the police services. Um, we raised, when I say we, I mean collectively as a movement, raised somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 million to support the truckers uh, exercising their right to protest. So now I think it's time that we get a war chest together and we prepare to help those that were beaten, windows smashed, um, vehicles stolen, um, slandered and libeled by the media, by the Prime Minister, by the Chief of Police, by the Mayor of, of, of Ottawa. We need a war chest to get these folks into court and hold them to account. Because as Canadians, we just, we, we cannot tolerate and we cannot accept that level of deception and violence towards the Canadian people. And actually, on that note, um, have you noticed that, uh, that Canada frequently, and Justin Trudeau in particular, says that he will not accept the violence being perpetrated on people in other countries? He was very supportive of the protesters in India, sent them money, encouraged the government to have a dialogue with them. Um, Belarus, we put sanctions on them because of what they were doing to their people. I wonder how long it's going to be before the United States puts sanctions on Canada for the way the Prime Minister is treating the people here. Wouldn't that be something? Canada, the subject of international sanctions because of human rights violations. It should happen. Maybe include that on your letters to your senators and congresspeople. Um, <laughs> let's show the world that in a, in, a, in a world that has a pursuit of democracy and freedom, the world will not tolerate people like Justin Trudeau and Mayor Jim Watson 
who do everything they can to erode and dissolve democracy and freedom. Let's send a message. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go now and have my breakfast here at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. I'm going to have an Eggs Benny again for the third day in a row because I love them and we make them perfect here. And if you don't believe me, just come down and try one. And maybe do it while you can because I have a feeling that uh, by speaking out like this, the government may freeze my accounts, seize my property, and try and destroy me. But how does that saying go? I'm going to make up my own saying. You can take away my bank account, and you can take away my restaurant, but you can never take away my freedom. Ciao. Oh, P.S. Hong Kong. Good evening, everybody. Goodbye. I just kidding. That. That's awesome. Yeah, I can. We should just turn it off and call it a day. Just kidding. I got this draft out of the back of my head. There. Sorry we're so late tonight. It has been a busy, busy, busy day. Very busy. Also, Carrie didn't get here till really late. Yeah, it's totally my fault. Sorry. Yeah. It took him like an hour to eat his whistle stop burger. And and where was I today? You were at the Whistle Stop Cafe. No, but before that, I had to drive in from somewhere. I have no idea. I never pay attention to what you're saying. So we had to rush back, and and be, <laughs> there's a there's a whole hour long conversation I could actually have just on that. So well, we, that's good because we have nothing else to talk about. We drove back on the Friday. I immediately got into my van and I had to drive out to Kelowna to do uh, some work out there. And as I'm driving, uh, I don't know if I can say this and not uh, make myself sound like a complete idiot, but a uh, concrete barrier jumped out in front of me. That's crazy. And uh, rode off my van. Considering they're inanimate objects. No, I think this one was alive. I'm sh pretty sure it was. It grew legs. So needless to say, I didn't get, get out to... I, which camera am I even looking at? Just pick one. Okay. I just look at your face on the screen. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I ended up uh, having to go and have, has anybody even tried to rent a, a vehicle in the last probably six months? It's impossible. To so rather than renting a vehicle, I decided I would just buy another van. So that was what I did on Saturday. And then I drove out to Kelowna again, did my work and then- uh, You must be rich. No, no. And then attempted to drive back yesterday in a snowstorm and that didn't work. So I had to stop in Golden and overnighted in Golden, and then drove from Golden home, uh, which is Calgary, and then Calgary off to Mir, and here I am right now. So why'd you come to Mir? You asked. What? You asked me to come. I thought you came for a burger. I did, a Freedom Burger. Yeah. Was it free? Uh, 
It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. Yeah, it was free. Okay, it was a freedom. Yeah, free, free freedom burger. Do you actually have freedom burgers on your menu? No, but I heard somebody's going to be opening up some freedom burger ink. What burger joints offer? Someone. Uh, somebody we know. Somebody we know. Okay, that's awesome. Somebody Good. we know. What? So there you go. So yeah, we did this uh, five-day trip back from Ottawa, <clears throat> and uh, have you even talked about that? A little bit. Uh, a little bit. We kind of did some lives while we were traveling, so yeah, I didn't we really did. talk okay. too much about okay. it. Good. Mostly the live I did last night was me whining that you weren't here. Yeah, that's typical. Yeah, cry a little bit. Yeah, and that's why I woke up to like a hundred texts. Yeah, who are you? Who Where's are you Carrie? What's going on, who Carrie? You, who what did you, you do with Carrie? Who are we is Carrie with right now? Is Carrie that's, in your trunk? Yeah. yeah. So, yes, uh, today was a very busy day at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. Um, the place was full pretty much morning till night. Yeah. And I would like to give a big shout out to my overworked and underpaid staff. Thank you very much for your hard work and your dedication to feeding customers delicious burgers and uh, putting up with the place being very busy. Which we all love, by the way. But as anybody in the restaurant industry knows, generally you get some rushes at breakfast, lunch, and supper. And then in between, you kind of catch up on dishes and do some prep and stuff. And in this case, today, the place just rolled over and over and over again. We didn't really have any of that. And we love it. But it's a lot of hard work. So thank you very much to my staff. Awesome. And thank you very much for anybody that had to wait for food. Although I don't think they had to wait for food. I think everybody has to wait for food. Because I want a burger. It doesn't show up in the so if you go to McDonald's, it, it does. Back. No, it doesn't. It doesn't come back. Yeah, like almost wait. instantly. No. It's no. almost like they had it made for like 10 minutes. Fries. They do that with fries. Yeah, and no. the burger patties. The burger patties sit there for... Mm. Don't get me wrong. I love McDonald's food. It's, uh, I know it's not great for me, and it contributes to my gobble gobble. Leave that alone. It's out of the frame for a reason. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was a very good day at the Whistle Stop. There were dozens... Maybe hundreds. There was a lot of people came in today to say hello and welcome us back. Um, you know, get pictures. We had some kids bring in some handwritten cards and some art that we're going to be hanging on the walls. And uh, we may or may not have had wet eyes after kids brought that stuff to us. It was very cool. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was a really, really, really great day. And then was- even when I showed up, uh, Chris wasn't there. What are the odds? And, um, but sitting down and people were immediately asking questions about how the convoy trip was and what was actually going on there. And was there really poop thrown at the wall? There was no poop. It might have been yours, but no, no, not that I saw. The, um, it it was just the amount of people that have, have, uh, have reached out, uh, either through, the whistle stop social media or WS for the steam ahead, or even just seeing people at the uh, cafe today and uh, wanting them to wanting us to tell stories about what was going on. That was, that was awesome. It's something I've never experienced before. Just like you've never experienced this ultra. I've experienced a lot of these. Okay. Yeah. There it's a Red Bull. Nice. So what are we talking about today? Did, well, anything, did anything really happen in the world today? You know, there was nothing very significant today. Really? Um, no, I don't think so. The, the Prime Minister of Canada basically seized control of the country and can do whatever he wants. And Emergency Act. The, 
Fast. Yeah. Can have his police beat people in the streets for the crime of protesting or speaking out against the government. But aside from that, I mean, it's a perfectly normal day in Canada. Yeah. That's it, I guess. That's the end of the show. Nothing Nothing else else? Talk about. Well, we can't because now we'll be censored. We actually talked. Oh, shit. Will we? I forgot. Now they control the internet, too. Mm-hmm. We better be careful. Okay, so now... Okay, so when we refer to the Emergency Act, we're going to call it a watermelon as well. No, then that's way too confusing. What? Call it a watermelon seed. A watermelon seed? No. Okay. So there's a watermelon seed today, and that seed is apparently going to grow and blossom into extreme tyranny and authoritarian like that. Um, that regime over well. Canada. To the point where our American brothers and sisters down south and up north in Alaska are starting to look at what's going on in Canada and they're planning or trying to arrange asylum for Canadians. Canadians who are committing the crime of protesting and speaking out against the government. So bizarre. The Americans want to offer us asylum. Now, I want you you to ask yourself something. Regardless of what side of the fence you're on, whether you hate me or not, or just dislike me, or have some disdain for me, or whatever, or you love me, whatever, which, whichever. Did I say whatever? Yes, whatever. Did you ever think that, as a Canadian, you would hear our American neighbors saying that they wanted to offer Canadians asylum who are being persecuted by the government and who are uh, having human rights violations uh, happen to them? If you don't, if you're not on the same page with us over anything else, you should at least be extremely concerned that that's where we're at in Canada right now, that Canadians may have to seek asylum in another country. So that makes me wonder what all these folks that came to Canada for freedom must be feeling right now. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, if I even moved from the States to Canada, and then you have to go back. Like, even that would be all after. But, okay, so now imagine you move from a country they, that like, is actively oppressing and um, harming its citizens mm-hmm. under a totalitarian regime government. And you gave up everything and you moved mm-hmm. to Canada to be free. And now you're looking at what's going on here. How... how how does that make people feel? Let's see if there's any comments in there. I'm sure there's a few comments. I actually forgot to bring the comments up. Well, you can get on that. Oh, that was a good one. I like that. I saw someone said, keep calm. Let's see. Let's see what that says. By the way, this is the first time I'm actually in the uh, the Starship Enterprise sitting here. And uh, we've got glowing stuff. You probably haven't shown anybody what the rest of this room looks like. No. The just, holodeck and everything? Yeah, this that? is a holodeck, oh, the whole okay. thing. It's so, not even real. Nice. It's just like my chin. So I've never actually seen Chris work on this side of the fence. So F. U. King. he's not working. So. We all know what a F.U. King liar. King. He's a king. He thinks he's the king. Few. Few. King. Lear. Foo. Yeah, something like that. Uh, okay, so I agree with this 100%. Uh, gotta stay calm and do some homework. homework. Yes, keep calm and carry on. Me? That's the best advice I think we have right now. Okay. 
And also, um, if you have a problem with what your government's doing, speak up. If you can speak up in Ottawa, do that. If you can travel to Ottawa and speak up there, I'm leaving on Sunday. You can go with me. Well, not everybody because it's not a big vehicle. Should we talk about that? About you going uh, to Ottawa and what, what the plans are for that? Because I'd like to know. Well, sure I don't agree with the watermelon seed at all. And I don't case, think anybody agrees with the watermelon seed. There are some who do. Really? There are people who are celebrating Trudeau's path to a well, I, I Chinese can, communist I can party tell you why, because in Canada. Uh, in Twitter... I have no problem with the Chinese people. In the Just Twitter, so you know, I have a problem with communism. Twitter universe, the uh, Ottawa police... Everyone... Sh- sh- does it make sense for everyone to sign up for the Ottawa police Twitter account? Sure, why not? We should be commenting it? on there. Yeah. All police checkpoints uh, all police checkpoints have been removed surrounding the Bywood market. Wow, let's I go to the Bywood. Didn't market. even know there was anything at the Bywood market when we were there. We encourage you to support local business impacted by the unlawful assembly. You dirty, rotten, lying pieces of crap. You know, we went to the Bywood market. We that's where we had our beaver tail. Yeah. And, and I think it was the only place that was open there. And yeah, we had to pay. And, and they were heavily oh, impacted. And they wouldn't let us pay with cash. So, you know, I'm not sure when this started, but there's actually quite a few places that won't accept cash anymore. And they're all debit and credit. Hmm. Cashless? Yeah. Society? I, I know. It's weird. It's very weird. Or they, or they uh, basically tell you, don't pay in cash. You go through a drive-through, and you're supposed to take your card and tap it. And if I you like give them cash, they're like scared of it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the Wissasop Cafe for the foreseeable future is cash only, unless it's an emergency. But I'm not particularly unless keen. Unless it's an emergency or an act. No. No. No, just an emergency. Because I'm not particularly fond of having my accounts frozen by a government because I disagree with them. Um, and no, they're not freezing people's bank accounts because they're terrorists. If they really were terrorists, they would have gotten checks for $10.5 million. Don't you think? True. In Canada, we don't freeze people's bank accounts for being terrorists. We give them money. So obviously these people weren't, these people, I did it again, every time. Every single time. Um, obviously they're not terrorists. That's fine. So the media and the Ottawa police service, let's call them the Ottawa, um, Prick Society. I like that. They are telling you that there was this big unlawful assembly. Unlawful assembly. And businesses in Ottawa were negatively impacted. Well, that's a lie. Some of them were, but they weren't affected negatively because of the convoy. They were affected negatively because the mayor and the police chief told them they needed to close because it wasn't safe to be open. The ones who had some balls and stayed open or maybe they don't have balls, doesn't matter, the ones who had some courage, um, they had a great time. They met some good people, and they made a lot of money. Uh, we, we spent our money in the businesses that were open, and everyone was, well, I, most people were polite. In any large group, there's going to be some dinks. It just happens. That's the way it is. But just because one person might be rude or say something that's unbecoming of a peaceful protester doesn't mean that the entire group is like that. I personally didn't see anybody from Ottawa come up to us and call us bad names. No. If anything, they wanted hugs. Yeah. Um, And I didn't see any of the people involved in the protest 
being mean or doing any of the things that Trudeau or the media or the Ottawa Police Service is saying they did. But I certainly did see trucks that were spray painted, vandalized, tires slashed. I saw all sorts of things like that. The lug nuts taken off of vehicles. Did you see the very last uh, truck that was taken away? I saw the post on that. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. trash. Yeah. F and U. I don't know what that means together, but I see them on flags all the time. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's Google it. Yeah. No, actually, we probably I shouldn't can't because uh, I've got I've got a monitor over here beside the holodeck, but I don't have a keyboard. You have a keyboard right here. It's not the same. There's literally a keyboard in front of you. Um. So here's some propaganda showing up on the. Uh, I can see it's propaganda showing up on the um, Ottawa Prick Service uh, Twitter feed. So they actually show. Can I do that? No, that's camera's not. Good. Can't do that. That's why I would need to. Yeah, go ahead. Call it. Can yeah. I do that? Yeah, you can type in Twitter there. Why can I? Oh. And then can you show it on the other screen? Yes. Is that is that a thing? Yes, I can. Wow. It's just just tell like, me when. I'm gonna read some comments it's here. It's like the 1900s. 19. Yeah, it's like we're like, we're partying like it's 1999. Yeah. Ottawa Prick Service. I don't think that's a thing. Just uh, abbreviated. OPS. OPS. Yeah. Oh, Ottawa Police, it came up. Yeah. You're seeing this all live, people. Is that what you mean you're looking at? Is that the one I was looking at? Mm -hmm. I don't see it. It'll be there. Oh, okay. That's what I was looking for, except that's in French. So this is in English. Can I show that screen? Yeah. You want to show that screen? Do I move the screen to show it? Like yeah, I just got to hold it up in front of the camera. Okay, nice. Can we do that? I'll share screen. Let's sure. go. And then can I see what's happening on there? Or no? Window. This one. Share. Sure. I'll turn oh, that I see. on. See? Oh, look at that. Okay. Look at it. We're still down there in the bottom. Oh, nice. Oh, look at that. So take a look at this graphic here, people. We have a security. We have the secured area around the perimeter of the Queen Elizabeth and the Somerset and the Bronson. <laughs> It reminds me of that video where there's nothing that, to see here. That movie where all Hitler's in the room and his advisors are around oh, him, and he's, and he's yeah, pounding on the desk, and his hair is flipping around, and I, they're all freaking out. But then it, it's talking about Trudeau. It, it's Trudeau and the pro and the about the protest, man. Oh, I saw that one. That was great. Yeah, I was trying to change my. Uh... Klaus. It's very good. From uh, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, it's very good. Anyways, yeah. Like, uh, when was the last time you ever saw this in Canada? Probably never. probably never. I've never seen it. Uh, maybe back in the 18... What was it? 1812. So 1812, they had Twitter and they had this graphic showing up on the same screen. No. Okay. Didn't Anyways. they have something, like, they had to have an area secured when they were all of the Plains of Abraham? Wasn't that a thing? It was a secured area then. I'll say okay. Yeah. And then both sides were just kind of like, yeah, we, we kind of neither. We're not going to either win. Let's just shake hands. But did they have? Did they have a really nice graphic like this? Probably, but it was on like parchment paper. That's possible. Anyways, I don't think. Uh, but like, even just going through some of these, I'm not a Twitter guy, so I'm not really sure how the tweeties go. But. Um, if you're, oh, here's one. Oh, if hold you're on. Oh, yeah, the oh okay, do, do something. I just got to go back and hear what I'll see. Why can't I scroll? I have no idea, so I'm going to continue with this. If your vehicle was towed, it will be impounded for seven days. 
And then today I saw Jim Watson actually make some sort of a press release that said they are planning on actually not only seizing, but selling the vehicles off and using so that he, money so he's a thief. and using that money to uh, pay for the police service that was brought in for the unlawful present. Uh, so when do we get to send him a bill for snow cleaning and garbage removal? We should do that. Yeah. Because I, so. I don't know what was like, obviously there were some people employed that uh, were getting paid, but they didn't actually do their job. Yes. I don't recognize this truck. Me neither. So I can't tell whether this is a, a stock photo or not. Does that look like a real Ottawa sign? I that can't tell. Like Quebec. Yeah, maybe it was in Quebec. I have no idea. Anyways, I can't stand looking at this anymore. So it's horrible. Should let's, I get rid of it? Let's get rid of that screen. All I gotta yeah. do is just flip. Where's the? Okay. It's this thing. Is Sorry, right? I'm on the wrong that? screen. I gotta find this. Okay, first thing. Oh, and look, there we're, we are we're again. back again. Okay. A little bit so, coming out of my head. basically, what's going on here is the government and the media, uh, both governments, the Trudeau government especially, the Ottawa municipal government, Doug Ford's government, and the media are all vilifying the truckers and the protest and the convoy to make it seem like this was such a evil thing that happened and there was no good of it and it just it harmed Ottawa so badly. Well, you know what, Ottawa, if you don't want to be where there's protests, don't live in our nation's capital, because that's where Parliament is. And if I want to protest something that the federal government's doing, I'm going to Ottawa, because Parliament is where we're supposed to be able to speak. So that's where we go. If you don't like it, come move to Alberta. It doesn't happen here very often. Well, Edmonton, it does, because Kenny's been a dink. That's true. But... Um, yeah, that's kind of, if you're going to live in Ottawa and benefit off of the 500,000 federal workers whose wages we pay with our tax dollars, you're going to benefit from that by having your business there and uh, having these federal workers spend our hard-earned money there, mm -hmm. then you should probably be okay with dealing with a protest or two and some bouncy castles because who doesn't leave, love bouncy castles? And barbecue, and wood-fired pizza, and, pancakes. and dancing in the oh, streets, and that, pancakes. That pizza was awesome. That pizza was amazing. It's still in the truck, by the way. But it's frozen. It's frozen. It's frozen. So, yeah, the mayor wants to seize people's trucks. He wants to steal them. He wants his government to steal the, the protesters' trucks because, you know, losing their jobs and their homes and stuff isn't enough. Um, not being listened to or recognized by the government isn't enough. Not being vilified in the media, or being vilified in the media is, is not enough. Now Mayor Watson wants to steal their trucks and sell them to pay for police that they didn't need in the first place. Police that beat Canadian citizens in the street, shot them with tear gas canisters and rubber bullets, and arrested them for the heinous crimes of mischief, which they may or may not have been committing. In addition... Um, they've been verbally and physically abusive to just plain pedestrians walking downtown to try and get a coffee. I'm sure you've all seen the video. I don't think that's true because according to the Twitter feed, it was the cops that were being yelled at. And oh yeah, on. let's bring that up. Yeah. Let's Where's let's find that. that. Can I do that one? We have a we can do that. We have the technology. What? We're gonna show I'm you a so video. Excited. 
of a gang of Ottawa police. Okay, now you're asking for something that I probably can't. Oh, it's not on there. It's not on here? No, you'll have to just uh, type it in the search bar and just Google it. Let's see, now I just killed that screen. What have you got? What have I done? Yeah, I think I can do that. Should we shrink it just in case? Oh, goodness. <laughs> this, is the, this is the nice this thing about okay, now to my, So click in the search bar. Search up here. And what am I searching for? You're searching for OPS knocks camera out of woman's hand. I should find it. So that's the type of thing that are happening. And is it a surprise when you, your police services in your town refuse to do the job you're asking them to because it's a disgusting attack on democracy um okay. and so instead you fly in the bullies from all across canada the ones who like bullying people because yes those people do exist within the police that's a sad reality i can't have it but i know it doesn't exist just not in that search try duck duck, duck go duck, duck. maybe google, oh maybe, duck duck go yeah maybe google doesn't like that so, where's your DuckDuckGo? Oh, you gotta click in the search bar. And just search for DuckDuckGo. Everything, I have to search everything because I'm not set up as nicely as you are and your fancy Mac. And my thousand and one little icons across the bottom. He doesn't even have a desktop. It's all. I just stare at it and it just shows up. That's amazing. Yeah. I need a Mac. He's neurally embedded into his computer. Okay. OPS Knox. Yeah, so the videos we're seeing coming out of there on social media, uh, they tell more of the story than what the news is telling in most cases. I did notice that there was a CTV reporter on the front lines who seemed to actually be trying to get uh, like a, a good picture of what was actually happening. Hmm. And that was, I was impressed by that. So to any of you journalists out there who are practicing journalism, thank you. Thank you very much. Interesting. I did do a search for OPS Knox camera out of women's hand in Ottawa, but I'm surprised at how many, what? how many, how many actual view or how many uh, hits there are on police knocking cameras out of people's hands. But that's, no, it says woman knocks camera out of police's hand. Yeah, hmm, that's really odd. How about we go Ottawa? Sorry, well, folks. maybe yeah, uh, we'll just keep on working on that. I'm gonna look through these comps for a moment. Yeah, do that. Oh, I mouse. <laughs> We're sharing the same mouth, but a uh, mouse on the sharing the same mouth. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Mouse, okay. No, it's, still it's a show. sad day in Canada, but great to see the Chris and Carrie show again. Well, I'm glad that we can give you some encouragement and some laughs, whether you're laughing at us or with us. It doesn't matter as long as you're having a good time. Yeah, and I had nothing else to do tonight, and you know, the drive for two hours was totally oh. fine. It but was I on did get Tucker Carlson. It oh, said. Was that right? okay. And I also saw it said Pat King got 15 months. What? That I didn't hear. We'll have to duck duck go with that. Okay. I like I like this this part here. It says, You must leave oh, the area oh, now. I need the mouse. Don't move. Oh, okay. What's this? I have no idea. What? Now what's going on? Hey, could, is that which one? Yeah, but I need to copy that. Go ahead. How do I do that? Reply. No. Hide. Show. Oh my goodness. This is riveting. So I guess just type that in there. We're terrible at this. Oh, you need the mouse. Okay. I need the mouse. I'm sharing the mouse. Anyway, it would so be easier it's, if I did it on my phone. It's great that it's in on Tucker Carlson because the Americans see that and they want to help us, which is great. Can I blow the mouse again? No. Okay, I'm gonna steal those. 
Dr. Carlson showed the lady with the camera. Oh, okay. Oh, come on. Seriously? What's going on? Uh, can I do this one? Yeah, you can have the most. LOL. That's just silly talk. Dismissing people and tell them to telling them to move if they don't like the protest. Horns blaring 20 set 24 7. Oh, that's this one. That's not the, that's not, that's the, oh, uh, that's the Hitler one. The Hitler one. That's, yeah, that's freaking hilarious. We're not going to look at that one. For nine straight days. You're the newcomer to the area. Your has a freaking apostrophe R E. You are. That's true. Thank you. The newcomer to the area. Go host your festival in a field. How about no? How about, for starters, um, you're actually saying dismissing people and telling to move if they don't like the what whatever? Um, okay, so dismissing people and telling them, well, if they don't like a vax pass, then just get vaccinated. Or if they don't like a vax pass, move somewhere else. Give your head a shake, Jackie. Also, thanks for watching. We love you. I don't think the horns were blaring 24-7. They were not blaring 24-7. They were blaring for about three days, and yep. then they stopped. Well, they didn't stop completely, but and, they... And then they did it every half De-escalated, hour. Yeah. and then they were doing it every half hour, and then a lot of us were saying, this is too much. We need these give these folks some peace and quiet. And then the horns stopped completely, way before that bogus injunction came out. This is ridiculous. This is a problem that people like the disconnect between what is going on and why the truckers were there and why this convoy happened and what, what, what do you have? What's happening? Oh, nice. and, and, and what this person is saying is mind blowing. You're the newcomer to the area. That's our parliament. I'm not a newcomer to Canada. This is my Canada too. Go host your festival in a field. No. We'll host our festival on the hill mm -hmm. because that's where we wanted to do it. And because that's where we go to speak and be heard by the government. If you don't like it, go live in the field. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, I used to go to Ottawa quite often. And there was always a protest going on on Parliament Hill. And it may be Aboriginal relations or whatever it is. People walking around with, with uh, picket signs. interrupt you for just one more uh, second. Okay. This person is actually lying. <laughs> okay. They're lying. Okay. All right. Horns blaring. I'm pointing at it. I'm pointing yes. at the screen. Yeah, Horns blaring 24-7. Yeah. For 24-7? For nine straight days? Yeah. What? No, I don't think it was. 24 hours a day, seven days a week for nine straight days. So it'd be 24-9. So like, yeah, 24-9. Yeah. That's a lie. Just like the poop in the walls. Just like the threats. Just like the tons of Confederate and swastika flags. You're a liar. Which we never stop lying. You obviously didn't go there. You liar. Do you want to speak now? No, I forgot what it was. You ruined it. You ruined it for me. I'm sorry. It just it really bothers me when uh, that bothers me. Could you tell that bothered me? It was a little bit. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was probably a little much. I'm sorry, Jackie, uh, if I sounded disrespectful. I certainly meant to while I was saying it, but now looking back on it, I wish I had approached that differently. Yeah. Um, but I definitely do disagree with your comment. And feel free to comment again and I'll overreact one more time. <laughs> All about the overreacting.
there were lots of questions about, and because you can actually see them over there now. Isn't that amazing? We Look at that. They're going, like, I can't even read them. About um, money and the banks and seizing funds and should we do a run on the bank and take all our money out and uh, should we put it into crypto and should we put it in a giant inflatable mattress under our mattress inside another mattress? Should we do that? Yes. I, I think I made that last one up, but you get the idea. Um, okay, so here's my thoughts on that. Well, I, I didn't. That is true. Does he realize the money he'll lose when nobody wants to <clears throat> invest in Canada because their accounts can be seized and people quitting their banks will be far more devastating? True. So here's the problem. Um, I do think that we need to send a message to the banks saying we're not going to put up with you being an enforcement arm of the government. That's our money. How dare you refuse us access to our money? That's our property. We own it. And we go, we all go out and take our money out of the bank and we put it under the mattress. <clears throat> because it's basically, that is, it's making the same amount of interest in there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the inflation right now is more than what the interest in the bank is. So that's dangerous because if your house burns down or something, then your money is gone as well. Um, I do think that makes a good point with the banks. However, if we are actually looking at a narcissistic maniac psychopath who wants to destroy Canada in order to build back better and have everybody own nothing and be happy, um, this would be a great way to chip away at the uh, fiat money system. To the point where there's justification to say, well, everyone's a run on the banks and this is, we can't do this. So under the emergency act, now we're going to bring in cashless society where the government has control of your money and you can't take it or use it unless you do what the government says. So on this one, I'm going to have to say, you're going to have to use your best judgment and trust your heart. I I just, I don't know. What happened to Venezuela? Did we mention that? Well, Venezuela went from basically a very, like Canada, not quite, but a, a very lot, wealthy, a lot, a lot warmer too. respected, yeah, warmer, respected, wealthy nation, uh, first world country with like amazing, amazing stuff to burning wheelbarrows full of money in the streets in 11 years. And in Canada, we're already four years into this. So I think whatever we do, we have to be very, very careful of the path that we choose. Because how, how do we know that we're not just doing exactly what maybe these psychopaths want us to do? Mm -hmm. If that's even happening. I'm not, I'm not saying that is happening, but there's a lot of people out there that are very concerned that this is about destroying the country and building back better. Mm -hmm. And it very well could be. So... I think the best thing we can do is um, we can do, uh, okay, here comes another swear word. Sorry, plug your kids' ears. No, don't plug your kids' ears. Cover them. As my first tool push, Darren used to say. First tool push? My first tool push. He used to say, pay the fuck attention. True. And that's what he said it in exactly that voice too. And his jowls shook just as much as me. Um, but we need to pay attention to what's going on around us. We need to hold our elected representatives accountable 
and not not uh, act on emotions, not have emotional responses. We need to have well thought out and planned responses. I don't know. That's just my two cents. This is a good comment too. Can we find that one or just say it? Because you're in you're in control here. Interesting. You go ahead. If the people in Ottawa didn't like the trucks being there, I wonder how they are they're liking it now when they have to show police at every block their papers on that they actually live there and where they're going and why. When we were there, um, there were a couple of restaurants that we went to. One of them has been in the news lately. Can we actually say the names or should we? We cannot talk about the Iconic Cafe. Okay. As long as we don't talk about the Iconic Cafe, then we're okay. So they were one of the ones that uh, let people in. And um, we got Enrico and his wife's name. Don't forget it. We're live, Carrie. We're live. I hate it when I forget names. Um, But they, I mean, they were uh, surrounded by police who wanted to come in. And I'm not even sure what they actually wanted to do, but to see their papers, to see if they actually work there. But I mean, they're actually working in the building. Anyways, the uh, the, the the question that came up with that was if they are working there and they're living within this block, um, what, what do people do? Like they have to go in and out of there. And I think they're setting up like a hundred checkpoints there. Hundred check checkpoints that have to be manned or womaned uh, 24-7 or as we were told, 24-9. And they have to have, uh, you know, people there eating and uh, sleeping. And, okay, the cops have to go and do that. Cops have to be able to uh, go to the washroom, go to whatever. The point being is you need a cycle of, of other police officers coming in. And so those 100 checkpoints, if they're manned by two people each, that's like 500 so people. It'd be at least 500 people. Tax dollars at its finest. So that you can go and have your coffee at the Iconic Cafe and be safe about that. So it went from peaceful protesters, and I don't like to use the word occupying. No. I mean, they're occupying space. It went from peaceful protesters dancing in the streets and cooking for people and shoveling snow in Ottawa to violent, abusive police. Mm-hmm marching down the streets, telling people, including the people of Ottawa, um, that they can't be in certain places. Why would somebody want that? Because they're really upset with horns, maybe. That would be annoying. However, uh, I do want to point out that I was in a fast food restaurant, and I'm not going to tell you the name of it, because I don't want anyone to be attacking these folks. Um, The sandwich artists there were great, and I really enjoyed the subs. And they make them just the way I like them, those subs. Those subs were made the way I like them. Um, when the door was shut, you couldn't even hear the horns. No, that's right. And we were, I'm not going to say where it was either, because then people will know the location of the subway that allowed the lady to use the washroom and got a $250 tip for that. Uh, you know, her kids had to pee. Right? So that's right. They let them use the washroom like human beings do. Anyway, so when we went into that um that unidentified fast food place <laughs> that made sandwiches and uh, made them your way. Uh, the one on uh, 
Albert oh, Street. Great, now I've got the giggles. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The door closed, and we couldn't hear the horns, even though the trucks were right out front. So a lot of those businesses, they couldn't hear the horns. The Starbucks beside our truck, I but think they, they could. That's why because those upset. kids in there, they were there was, upset. The kids was, were not all right. There were no <laughs> kids were not. There were three trucks right in our block that had these massive train horns. They were the loudest horns. They bothered I, me I've too. Never heard in my life. It, it was great at first, like <laughs> wow, that's super oh, loud and cool. And then it was like, man. oh my goodness, my ears are bleeding. Yeah. Can you please stop? Yeah. Is fun times. Fun, always time, fun times. No, maybe I don't know. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were definitely a, a few very very horny people there. No. That's not the right word, is it? No, that's that's why I stayed away from that. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else? Someone's talking about my neck again. It says, "Thank you for giving me something laughable." Watch Tucker Carlson tonight. Is it, do you mean that I have to watch it like right now, like tonight? Well, oh, that's the name of the show. There Tucker was a Graham. there was a comment here. I was going to put it up, and I didn't want to scare people, but it was kind of scary. It oh, that's not it. I accidentally clicked on. Thanks, Thanks for that. Okay, okay. That's oh, that's nice. You're you're welcome, Mary. It's our pleasure. <clears throat> we can't help it. We're just kind of silly. Um, it said that as part of the Emergency Measures Act, the internet would be shut down for 10 days. Yes, I, I saw that too, and my phone died. No, no, it didn't. Oh, no. Like, I thought, at first no, I had my battery, and then I thought maybe, was, wow, that's no, real. It was but battery. obviously the internet's not dead because... I think I need a new phone because now my phone hardly lasts. I think it was a radiation EMP burst in uh, Ottawa when we were there. Do you remember when I made fun of Pat King for talking about the sonic weapons that the police yes, were going to deploy? I know. The I'm sorry, L Pat. You nailed it on that one. They actually did deploy yeah. uh, sonic crowd control weapons in Ottawa. Pat nailed it there. And I thought he was crazy, but apparently some of the people that we thought were crazy two years ago are now considered prophets yeah. because they just knew it was going to happen. Yeah, That's interesting to say the least that uh, the police and military deployed weapons against Canadian citizens. Yeah. Protesting. Interesting. It's also sad. Get on Amazon. Okay. I really like Amazon. It's just, yes, but I'd much rather buy local. So would I. Except they usually buy stuff from Amazon. The, so. Yeah. So you're really paying for the convenience of going there and getting it. What do they call it? What do they call that? Showcasing when you when you can go and try on glasses and a shirt, but yet you don't buy it there, and you end up buying it on Amazon. That's a thing. That's a thing. Wow. I'm sure it's called showcasing. Don't that's do amazing. that. Don't don't do that because that store is bringing in goods for you. That's a total off Whoa. topic. That's a long. Uh, if you put that up on the screen, does it fill the no. entire screen? No, it just does. Oh, it just does that. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about this proposed strike. I am also on the fence about this. I don't know what is the best thing to do. Would a nationwide strike give the government more power to... Um, I think they would, if we've already seen what they can do in Ottawa, imagine they would do that across the country. So the issue would be, do they have enough police force to do that? Yes. Do they? Yes. Wow. Yes, they do. Okay, so then... Don't ever doubt the capabilities of the police and military in Canada. 
uh, you might not see them, but they're like spiders. For every one you see, there's a thousand you don't. And not only that, but Canada is allied with some countries that would have no problem sending over uh, personnel at Canada's expense, of course, um, like paid mercenaries to deal with, you know, the, the violent, extremist, peaceful women who are protesting for men. So probably not a good idea for a strike, strike then. Well, I don't know. A strike would certainly make a big impact. Would it just be a one-day strike? Probably not. Like a week strike? If we said we were going to shut down things for a week so you couldn't get your Amazon. But is that playing right into the emergency? I think it is. All of a sudden, everything shuts down. Now it's an emergency. Now the government has now to... Now it's a super emergency. Zone. Now the government can seize your trucks That's right. and your business so that they can deal with the emergency. Did you know that? This is why I've been so vocal for over a year because I found out that the government in an emergency can seize anything you own and use it to deal with the emergency. And I found out um, originally about the Public Health Act in Alberta that the chief medical officer of health or the minister of health could seize your property, personal or public, or private or per whatever, any property. It doesn't matter if you own it or if it's public or whatever. They can go in there and say, we need this to accomplish our goals. It's mine. And they can do that now with the Emergencies Act. If they think your house is a good place to set up shop as an office or spying on people that they feel are a threat to Canada, they can take your house and relocate you and use your house for their purposes. That's how bad this is. So let's do, so the Emergencies Act was passed in Parliament today, right? Is that what they actually call it? Oh my goodness. But then Someone question, said there's no sound. Has there been no sound this whole time? No, I'm pretty sure there has. No, they, they just have to learn to turn their volume up. Oh, the, yeah. The question is, is um, it's going to Senate. And then the Senate can basically, can they veto it? Can they stop it? Can they say, hold your tidy whities Check it. Okay. I guess I'm going to the computer. I don't know if they can or not. Or you can, whatever you want. Look, I got the mouse again. Nice. Oh, wow. Everyone's telling us their sound. Yes. Okay. Thank okay, you. Good. Thank you. Ooh, look at the comments go. Holy. I want to do a little experiment here. There is, uh, according to my little ticker up top, there's 3,145 people watching this live, which is a little bit lower than usual, but that's okay. Uh, it's late, and people probably have better things to do than to listen to us ramble. But I would like to do a little experiment here. Everybody that's watching, could you please um, use the, um, are they called emojis or the like and love ones? Are they emojis, the like and love ones? Uh, no, I think the reactions. Both. Yes. Use the reactions, like the hearts and the thumbs up and the angry if you're angry at us. Use those, and I want you to type in one word in the comments. One word that you want to say to the truckers. Just one word. I see hi already. Hi. Hi, Trevor. Thank you. That's two words. Thanks. Yeah, thanks is one thanks word. Thanks is word. Yeah. Just one word. Yeah. And it can be just an emotion that you're feeling about what the truck did, or it can be um, something that you think the truckers are, or anything like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Hope, love, thanks, proud, freedom. Look at this, Carrie. Wow, that's a lot of... Uh, this is amazing. Yeah. Courage, respect, love, thanks, gratitude, proud. strike. Timmy's, 
Heroes. Yeah. Pat King. Don't Faith, wow. respect. Wow, That's I haven't seen cool. one negative cool. thing. Yeah. Awesome honk. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I hope there's some truckers and convoy uh, participants that see this. This is an oh hugs, rock stars. They're going so fast it's hard to read. For fortitude, courageous. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you, uh, guys and girls, very much for for doing that. Um, I really hope I hope that some of the truckers see this because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are feeling very discouraged right now. Um, I don't know if any of you may have saw the sermon I delivered yesterday in Drumheller. Um, but basically, I was saying that sometimes we have an idea of what winning looks like. Mm -hmm. And part of our human condition is that we don't always see the big picture and have the understanding that maybe an omniscient um, loving God would have. So we see things in very small, like short-sighted things. So we, winning for us, a lot of us thought it was going to be going to Ottawa and having the government change their mind and get rid of the mandates. And we go home victorious and there's people on the overpasses again cheering us on because we went to Ottawa and we made the government give us back our freedom. That was what most people thought winning looks like. Would you mm -hmm. yeah. agree? Yeah. And that didn't happen. So the encouragement that I'll give you, oh, the comments just completely stopped, is that sometimes winning isn't what we think it is. It doesn't look like what we, what it looked like in our minds. And regardless of the bumps and bruises we've got and things like that, I think we still won. There is a win in there somewhere. And if nothing else, the win is that Canada has shown, regardless of what the media is saying, Canada has shown that we have had enough of the mandates. We've had enough of tyrannical government. We're supporting each other. And we have a unified voice that says, and mandates. That's a huge win, considering that over the last, you know, the last couple of generations, we've become lazy and less community minded. Uh, we stick to ourselves. We don't go out of our way as much as we used to to help our neighbors. And now that's happening again. So that's very significant and it's a win. Um, what it looks like going forward is, of course, just a question. I don't have any answers. But I hope that can be a little bit encouraging that there will be a win in here somewhere. And for those of you that are, you know, you, you listen to what I just said and you're thinking about people who are potentially in jail or having trucks impounded or uh, their bank accounts frozen. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some pain and some suffering for a bit, but I promise you that there are people like me and maybe Carrie maybe. and um, that big tall guy with the real thick French accent. Remember when I met him? What was his name? Blue eyes. Uh, Bernard, 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 Bernard,
Yes, Heineken. Yes. Yeah, there, there are people out there who are, they want to be representatives. They want to fix things. And we've shown that the country is behind that idea. And it's not a political, it's not a, it's not among party lines either. This is just Canadians who want to be free. There's enough of them that in the long term, we can fix things. And those who have been persecuted during this, if I was ever in a position where I could um, do something to reverse the damage that had been done to people be because they protested, I would do that. I would pardon people. I would, um, what do you call it when you pay them back for what they suffered? Uh, re, re, re. Starts with an R. Remunerate. Uh, no. Remuneration? No. No, there's a name. Reparation. Mm. Is that it? Preparation? Preparation? H. No. Shrinks. Different. Swollen egos and politics? Mm, maybe. Swollen tyranny. <laughs> so what I'm getting at is that people are going to replace these tyrants eventually, and they're going to undo the things they've done, and they're going to make the people who have suffered whole. It's not a short-term solution, but it does hopefully give some hope and encouragement for the future. We just have to figure out how to get to the future intact, at least with our bank accounts intact. Yes. Oh, look at all the retaliation. <laughs> restitution? Restitution. That's, That's the word. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yes, restitution. Yeah. Not preparation age. Preparation age. Although, you know, that can be very helpful sometimes too. Could be. I'm not sure. I've never had to use it. Maybe I have and I didn't. I don't know. Let's get this off that. Uh, so basically, I went on the Emergencies Act in Wikipedia because, of course, we can trust anything. That's what is that happening. guy doing on there? Yeah. Jagmeet Singh just popped up on my screen. That's not good. He, there, he, right there. You hovered over that. Yes, Jagmeet popped is, up. And there, <laughs> he actually did show up. Yeah, let's, you know I'm going to share that screen. Okay. Can you do that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yep. That's it. Okay. So here we are. The uh, I guess I got to go on this side. The good old Wikipedia here, and it talks about the different types of emergency: a welfare, uh, public order, blah blah blah. And then I just happen to do that. Bah! We're not going to do that anymore. There you go. Are you going to read it all, or are you just going to digest it? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to explain why I'm scared of Jagmeet Singh. It's because he literally wants us to have nothing and be. Yeah. That's part of the NDP manifesto. And if you haven't read that, read it. Yeah. It is quite literally multiple pages out of uh what was marx's book the book of marx marx i, I think it was the book of marx no, okay. it was different <laughs> it's right out of the communist playbook yeah. right down to the government owns all businesses the government chooses who runs the businesses the government picks where you live everything and this came out in the alberta election in which rachel notley Orange crushed the province and then crushed the province. Yeah. Uh, people were trying to tell Alberta that don't vote NDP because you're mad at another party because they literally want to destroy the world and rebuild it as a communist empire. And if you don't believe me, go on the NDP website 
and look for yourself if it's still there. You, you might right, have to find that right now. Let's uh, look at this. I'm in control now. But it I carries can't... control. No, okay, so I'll, to... I'll click the. It's on the wrong screen. Oh. I'll turn that off. Yeah. No, anyway, that's that's not super important right now. Okay. Anyway, but just just know that people like Jagmeet Singh, who have never really been one of the blue collar working class. I mean, he's a really wealthy fella from a wealthy family, very powerful. He's the one telling you that, um, you know, don't worry us working class, if we stick together, we'll be okay. But he's not one of working class. He's one of the elite. And he's like one of the pigs in the farmhouse that you can't tell the difference between them and the humans. Animal farm. Yeah, read that book. George, George Orwell. That should be reading for every elementary school kid. The Animal Farm and 1984. Both. Yeah. Also, what's that Steinbeck book where the bird pecks the horse's eyes out? Do you remember that? Don't say. I don't know. Is it called The Pony? The Pony? Yes. Hmm. I think. Yes. Uh, and a couple of people, even when I was at the cafe today, they were asking about what's what's up with the UN plane and what's with the UN tanks and all that. Well, they're always here. I mean, they they really are. Yeah. So I used to work for the as a contractor for the Department of National Defense uh, doing computer based training. And as a matter of fact, I had to my very first passport. I ended up getting. Um, I forget what year that was. I'm not going to tell you. Um, I needed it in order to get to, um, into Suffield, which is just outside of Medicine Hat, because there's actually a British base and it has British land there. The Red Pony. Yeah, that was, sorry. Squirrel. And I needed to have a passport for that. And, um, and even going there, they had British tanks or British labs, um, troop transport type thing. And, and then, um, but it's quite possible that uh, these planes would come in and uh, refuel. Um, they may be moving stuff uh, for various reasons. So I, I wouldn't look into that being too much. It would be different if there was uh, uh, an aircraft carrier, a UN aircraft carrier. I don't even know if they have one. Uh, on the oh. mighty shores of the Saskatchewan River. Yes. Oh, somebody That's noticed my clock. No, my clock is like that on purpose. Somebody said that when I do the screen sharing, they can't hear a voice. Let's do a little experiment here. Okay, first I'll turn this off. Can anybody hear us? The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy brown dog. Can you hear me? I didn't even know that this was a thing. Maybe we've been doing this wrong the entire time. But according to my lip phone here, it actually shows that it's working. Can hear. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. If you're having problems with your sound, you obviously can't hear what I'm saying right now. Uh, but if you're having problems with your sound at one point or another, check and make sure that when you're scrolling through your Facebook and the notification notification comes up, that the volume icon is actually turned on. Sometimes it's X off. So that could be something. I don't know how long we've been on for. Is it 59 minutes? 59 minutes. 21 so seconds. We, should, we should try and do these for an hour. But why doesn't or it change? It's, 40, how long has it said 5921? I don't know. Maybe it's broken. That's really weird. Yeah. Just like my clock. But my clock isn't broken. It's like that. Maybe time has stopped. Carrie, being with you makes time stand still. That should be a frozen face. <laughs> yep. 
There well, you go. I don't know that I have anything else except for. I can hear you. I can hear you. Look, I can see. You. Yeah, there's a lot of. I can see. The quick brown I fox think. jumped over the lazy brown. Dog. So that's good. Quick brown red dog. Red fox jumped over the lazy brown dog. So my uh, father, um, like the man who sired me, is that the word? Sure. Spawned me. Spawned. Hatched. No, yes. no. The no, one responsible for my yeah. conception. Yeah. Um, he, well, still is in radio. He's been in radio his whole life. And I vaguely remember being really, really, really little and uh, watching him practice his uh, enunciation. Oh, yes. And he always did it in the bathroom. Like, so he could watch how his mouth is moving, I guess. And he'd be in there going, how now, brown cow? Practicing radio voice. Mm. That's crazy. Wow. I don't know what brought that up. Also, you look like my father. I know. You, you told me that. That's very creepy. Yeah. And he's still in radio. I wonder what he thinks about me and my crusade against tyrannical government. You should call him up one day. He's very liberal. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I haven't talked to him quite a while. Yeah. Love the guy, but we're polar opposites. And I'm much handsomer. Mm. At least that's what my mom tells me. So you're telling me you're handsomer than your dad, but you said that I'm, I look like your dad. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? I'm handsomer than you. Okay. Fair enough. It's pretty straightforward, Carrie. (sighs) Beauty is in the Coke bottle clad eyes of (laughs) Beauty. True that. Anything else? People are busy. They've got an hour's worth of uh, Chris and Carrie tonight. That's, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. awesome. I'm glad so, that long. Yeah. And my clock is not broken. It's uh, been it at 911 the entire time it's been in my wallet. Oh, 911. Yeah, because I get that. You're having an emergency. I like that. Very good. Your clock is not broken. It's right twice a day. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Where so, is Haven? Haven is still in Ontario. <laughs> Havin is, uh, he's in the way somewhere. We call him Havin in the way. And I, I'm not sure, actually. I told him today, oh, yeah, downtown's fine. You can go down there, no problem. Just go down and make sure you have your camera out, record everything. And you haven't heard from And you'll be since. fine. And he said, well, what if there's police there? And I said, well, just tell them to F off. They don't, they shouldn't be bothering you. And he said, okay, I'll do that. And then I haven't heard from him since. That's, that's, yeah, we should probably follow up with him. Maybe we should just not talk about it anymore. Mm. Just kidding. I didn't do that. Um, I'm sure Gavin's fine. Gavin. Yes, Gavin. Send us a message, Gavin. Check if he got 15 months. I'm very curious to know if Pat King got 15 months. Who can we call? Who do we know? Who can we call that would know the answer to that question? Uh, Misty. Or Selena. Selena would know. Selena would know. Would Benita know? Maybe. Maybe anyone from Canada Freedom Central. We know a few people that might know. Let's just see if there's any. Oh, Pat King. Look at it. He's got a good picture on CBC News. That's a good one. Uh, Click on that. Police charge convoy protest organizer. Pat King. But I want to see if there's anything like within hours. And these all seem to be two days ago. But what's the charge? Um, Do you go to jail now for organizing protest? Being so goddamn good looking. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. He, he gets tickets for that all the time. Mischief, counseling to commit the offense of mischief, counseling to commit the offense of disorderly court order, counseling to commit the offense of obstructing police, and counseling to commit for looking so good that goddamn good. Oh, my goodness. I don't agree with everything Pat does, but mischief, 
Come on. That's what cops say when they have nothing else. Counseling to commit the offense of mischief. Telling somebody to be mischievous. Ooh, Carrie, go be mischievous. Shit, I'm going to jail. I swear again. Sorry. Counseling to commit the offense of disobey court order. What court order was that? He literally told people, do not honk. I remember. Yeah, that's right. Break, break, yeah. break. Yeah. Break, break, yeah. break. Yeah. Do not honk. Yeah. No more honking. Yeah. And then he held up his wooden leg. That was a different one. That was a different one. Yeah. He did not do that. Uh, counseling to commit the offense of obstruct police. He quite literally said on multiple occasions, follow the police's instruction. Do not um, obstruct them. That's right. He he said that. He also said, do not block the roads. Let traffic flow. Mm -hmm. When they asked them to move their stuff from that, where they were down in that park, mm -hmm. he arranged to have the stuff moved out. And there was, of course, that big thing with the tow truck. Yeah. The things they're saying he did, I saw him do the exact opposite. I think I With the exception of the mischief, I guess it was mischievous. So if if he gets 15 months based on this, we're all left. At least you are. Why? Because you're so mischievous. What's this one? Two of the other main convoy organizers, Chris Barber and Tamara. Well, there's Tamara in the courtroom. With a I love oil and gas hoodie. And wearing a mask. What's the bail conditions? Uh, how would I find that out? Click on the link. bail. Ordered to leave city within 24 hours. Yes, then that we get need. out of town. Did they give him a horse and a gun? Um, Wait a minute. Four criminal charges. Counseling to commit mischief. Counseling to disobey a court order, counseling to obstruct police, and mischief that interferes with the use and enjoyment of property. Is that what a bunch of crap? Interferes with the use and enjoyment of the protest he helped organize has blocked Ottawa's streets for more than three weeks. It didn't block the streets. The worst should be a double parking ticket. It's this is CBC. Also, I didn't know Chris was bald until like. Until he took his hat off. Yeah. yeah. Until weeks after I met him. He took his hat off. I was like, holy crap, Chris, you're bald. I think he knows that. That's interesting. Some his last name's Barber. Some people like bald heads. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe. He's Woody bald. Harrelson. Both bald. Woody Harrelson. Bald now? <laughs> I think he's got a full head of hair, Perry. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty thick. Well, it was bald in a movie or two, I remember. Yeah. Pretty sure. Barber is also not permitted to contact fellow organizers. Wow. Except in front of lawyers. Wow. That's 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 extraneous circumstances. What's this? Can we look at this? Yeah. Sure. Sorry, yeah, you're gonna have to put up this for just a second. We're getting a little bit of new information here, and it's quite it's quite interesting. Yeah, just hit play on there. This one, woman yeah. behind Ottawa class action lawsuit brushes off haters. Yeah. It's two minutes and 58 seconds long. That's too long. I don't want to listen. You don't want to do that? Okay. We're going to stop that here. I have no idea. If only they could see what we're seeing. Oh, yeah. You can see what we're seeing. Sure. You can even hear what we're hearing. Here we go. There, there you go. That's, That's it. There you go. Okay. It's all yours. See, this is what we should have done originally. Yeah. Sorry about that. We yeah. forget what we're doing here. Yeah. Now I got nothing because we already talked about it. Well, play that video for just a second. Okay, let's just see what's going on here. 
And so for many Ottawa residents, these past 22 days have Can been you hear incredibly that? challenging. We're joined now by Zexi Lee, a Centertown resident who's the lead plaintiff in the lawsuit against the protest organizers. Thank That's you the lady I'm going to sue. Joining us this evening. Yeah. What have you been thinking as you've watched uh, the police operation unfold today? Uh, thank you so much for having me. Obviously, uh, like many others have said, the first sort of um, feeling, I think, is relief. Um, we've waited a really long time for action. At least nine days. At least. At point, and um, I will say I um, I can appreciate sort of the cautious nature of the police movement. I'm going to stop this for a second because I'm not even sure what that is actually supposed to be showing. There's a line here. We got the home field, uh, the home team playing on this side. We got the visitors playing on this side. Is that right? No, I guess it would be the other way around. I, I, I should point out that this court order came out over a week after the honking stopped. Yes, you're right. The honking yeah. had stopped. Yeah. I think it's uh, prudent given what we've witnessed over the past three weeks and um, can only hope that it'll continue to be peaceful for the most can I just stop that? Because I'm I'm done with watching. Unless you want to watch. Yeah, I just I'm. She said that she hopes it stays peaceful now. It was peaceful the entire time, yeah. except for honking. And peace, that, peace and quiet was interfered with. Yeah. Another one that got me was the people complaining about the diesel fumes. The diesel fumes. Mm. First of all, it wasn't diesel fumes. It was diesel exhaust. Yeah. And second, yeah, there was some diesel exhaust, but you didn't have thousands of cars blowing carbon monoxide out their tailpipes I think in your neighborhood just, for three weeks. They've just gotten so used to not having any vehicle traffic downtown anyways. With all the shops closed and with all the uh, uh, well, shops and restaurants closed, but because there was no no office, office, office people, there were nobody in the offices. There was no government, no uh, tech sec sector going on downtown. It was practically deserted anyways. It was just like downtown Calgary. <sighs> I don't know. I guess, you know, maybe what we saw of the residents of Ottawa, they were very supportive. I mean, their kids were bringing us cards yeah. that they drew themselves. They were, they were using their allowance to buy truckers food. That's true, too. And I think maybe just being if you're a federal worker and you never have to worry about a paycheck and you can just sit at home and keep getting paid maybe you just wouldn't care or wouldn't know that you're supposed to care about truckers who don't have that luxury mm. and then oh my goodness the honking is bothering me I, I can't even go down to the bank to cash my paycheck it's so disturbing meanwhile that guy honking his horn to get the government to listen to him or girl is losing their home. Yeah. They've had to borrow money to feed their families. They're going to lose their trucks. Which I guess some of them have. Some of them have. And there's this lady complaining about it was such a long time. Nine days. Nine days with all the honking 24 9. And yes, I overreacted again. And we should be mindful that people's lives were interrupted by this. But if we're going to be mindful 
uh, to the citizens of Ottawa and how their lives were impacted. You cannot ignore how the protesters' lives have been impacted and much more severely than some honking. Well said. There's something in my eye. Oh, that's interesting. You guys should form a political party. Mm. Could you imagine if everybody involved in the Freedom Convoy was a member of a new federal political party? We'd have more members than and probably. raise that kind of cash. Do you know what would happen? We could get rid of the old government. All of them. Mm. All of them. If Canadians put as much effort into forming a political party and were unified in doing so as they were with the convoy, they would 100% wipe the entire floor. Wipe the floor? Yes, they'd wipe the floor in government and they would form government and it would be a majority government because this is not a small fringe minority. This is a huge fringe majority. I wonder if it could happen. But wouldn't it, we still have to wait another three years? I'm not sure how that would work for, because uh, a lot of people have asked the same question about how do we just turf Trudeau? And I don't think that's a simple democratic type of process. I think we- Is it three years? Well, it was- I don't uh, think they can even call an election while the while an emergency is, emergency act is, is in- So in now that you've said that, so if this emergency act goes on for five years, does that mean we have the same government for five years? There's got to be some sort of limit. There's a lot of people saying, let's do it. Hello, Hi, Megan. It. How are you? Hi. So we're actually we're on a live. Right Did now. you know that? Okay, she she doesn't care. I do. Okay, that's fair. That's my daughter. She's my, my little girl. Don't talk it's my little Megan. That's, that's what you have on your phone. Whenever it rings, when I saw it ring like every 10 minutes, and then it says, Hello, my little baby. She's a furry baby. Furry baby. Like a little troll doll. Thanks for letting me know. She also potty trained very fast. Oh, wow. Thanks. That's better than being slow. Yeah, by the time she was eight. Yeah. Good to go. Nice. It's good to have goals. What you doing, daughter? My email is coming out weird. I'm trying to show you something. Okay. Hmm. What you talking about? Well, everyone's saying hi, Megan, and they're mostly spelling your name right. Hmm. For real? So, yeah. Meagan, now. You, you spell my name Meagan, not Meagan. Uh, Mahagan or Megan. No H. Okay, show me your thing. I'm trying. What do you got there? What's my, going on? My email's being weird. Yeah, it's the operator. It's like all blank. I said this is like, live, people. This is live. Yes, this is my life. I said we should just have a camera following Chris around, like a little drone. Amazon has drones. Don't buy them from Amazon. No, they have delivery drones. Oh, yes, that I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I sent an email to 165 MPs, and now my email is like not even showing. Oh, up right that's now. not good. Not hey, someone say, said I have some very good dad embarrassment skills. <laughs> and lots of people saying you have pretty hair. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, Carrie has wonderful hair. Yeah, yeah, he does. I'm going to okay. sit on the floor while this looks. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. right. Okay, okay. so uh, I don't know that there's much else to talk about. We're kind of just rambling. Well, we're still waiting for Megan to show us the email. But it, I don't think it's something that needs to be live. I don't know. We'll post whatever she shows in the next five days. Yes. Yeah. Also, that is Megan right there. Right there. Right there, that's Megan. Oh, okay. That's my little Megan. Yeah, right there. Yep, that one. Back when I used to speak French. Yeah. I don't know any French yet. Is that all? I think that's We're now in uh, an hour and sixteen minutes. I'm always very conscious about the amount of time because I know people are people are busy. Yeah, people are busy and uh, they don't need to be staring at us and seeing a draft come out of my head. They don't need to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So on that note, uh, speaking of drafts. Um, we're going to say goodnight. I'm waiting for the freeze frame thing. Oh. Good night, everybody, and stay tuned. Carrie and I are going to pull an all-nighter. No, we're not. We're going to do a schedule for the trip out to Ottawa. Yeah, going to get it done. Carrie's going to get it done while I have a rest. And uh, in the morning, I'll wake up and I'll check the schedule that Carrie has done <laughs> with all of our... That's difficult. Stops along the way to Ottawa. A proper schedule so that we actually know where we're stopping at a certain time and yeah. not uh, just assuming that we're driving straight through like yes. the other schedule was. Yes, it'll be and, different. Yes. And also, there's going to be intentions on there why we're going, yeah. what we're doing, yeah. uh, when we plan on leaving, what we're doing during the day, because I don't want anybody to think that we're going there to do anything unlawful. We're not. I'm going there to use my voice. That's it. You go, girl. And barbecue. You go, girl. And maybe we'll. Dance in the streets. Can we do karaoke? Yes. We should have done karaoke last time. I know we should have. I, I did bring a speaker in my stuff, but we never did it. You know, in the end, we end. And with that Jumbotron that was at the stage, we easily could have yeah, done karaoke. Totally could have done it. But that's all being seized. I have no idea if that's on the chopping block or yeah. if selling. And, I got us. I got us. Yeah. I got us. Okay. All right. I think we're good. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. We will be back tomorrow with some more. Uh, I may not be here tomorrow, but we'll do a Zoom thing or I'll just send you a bunch of tweets. Oh, what is that? Why, why is it not oh, that is so bizarre. Yeah. It's not showing up it's, at all. I don't know. I, I think your phone's being hacked. By the government. Okay, good night, everybody. Good night. We will talk to you later. And, uh... <laughs> uh, Justin, you're a dink. John.